All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yankee Chatter. This is episode number six. Uh, my name is Greg Andriano, and you can find me at Twitter at GregAndriano05. And this is... This is Brad McCormick, and you can find me at uh, Brad and Chatter one on Twitter. Excellent. Uh, just so everybody remembers, we are on all the social networks. You can find us on Twitter at Yankee Chatter, Facebook at Yankee Chatter, Instagram at Yankee Chatter. There was another one. It would probably be at Yankee Chatter. Um, we're also on iTunes. You can search Yankee Chatter. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but all of our episodes are up there right now. So if you've missed one or um, just finding us for the first time, you know, they're all there. Same with YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. So please uh, join us, subscribe, comment, tell us what you think, all that fun stuff. Uh, but we're here for you, too. Yep, baseball season is also here, so uh, things are heating up. So we hope that more and more of you want to uh, listen to our banter here about baseball and the Yankees. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, this is the time to do it. This is the exciting time. Yep. Um, like Brad said, that means spring training is officially underway. Pitchers and catchers for the Yankees reported to George Steinbrenner Field on February 13th. That was Wednesday. Uh, so... All the excitement starting. Here it is Sunday. Uh, uh, regular position players are starting to report. Uh, the first spring training game for the Yankees is next Saturday, February 23rd, 105 p.m. at JetBlue Park. They'll face uh, their big rivals, the Red Sox. Um, who's starting? We don't know yet. I would assume it'll probably be a couple uh, young guys. They don't usually have the big guys start right away. So. Uh, there's that. The first home spring training game is uh, two days later on Monday where they'll host Toronto. So uh, let's just dive into what we expect from what we can see happen during spring training. Uh, yeah, so right, like, like you said, uh, the bigger guys won't really be in right away, but they're all reporting. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're into some expectations. Aaron Boone's now in his second season as manager he got a lot of criticism for the first year I, I think more than he was warranted he did win 100 games uh most people think it's because of the talent on the roster but uh again joe girardi won a world series in 2009 one of his first seasons because he had all that talent signed that season so uh i think uh i think a lot more eyes are gonna be on him this year uh doesn't really have any excuses he unfortunately plays in the toughest division in, in debate in the sport i think he does have to deal with the red Sox and rays every year Mm -hmm. uh, and the American League as, as a whole is a little bit more tough, I think. But uh, I, I don't think he did as bad of a job last year as people think he did. I'm, no, I'm he, an Aaron Boone guy. He, he gets a tough rap for last he year. Does. He because does. Just because they got eliminated in the division series. It's not it's not entirely his fault. The cards just didn't fall their way, and they faced a really good Red Sox team. And, and right. What right. And, do? All, and all the talk he had uh, about not winning division uh, – Maybe questionable bullpen uh, dealings at the towards the end of the season. You know, in the end, they got to where they wanted to be the whole season. They wanted to be in that divisional series against the Red Sox, mm -hmm. and it happened. So either way, either way, whether the Red Sox win the wild card, or the Yankees win the wild card, either way, that series was going to happen. So yeah. he, he he got there. He just they just mm -hmm. didn't win the series. And and to be fair, really, the there was one game where the Yankees were purely overmatched. It was yeah, the blowout was, game. Every yeah. single other game, they had they had a chance. They had a shot to win the game. They were they had the tying run at the plate. So 
Um, you know, that season, that series was not, I mean, they were not overmatched in any sense other than that blowout game. And that so, was so what do you think this year? Do you think this year is World Series of Bust Storm, or do you think it's, you know... That's I, tough, I that's tough are, to say. Yankee you know, fans are tough. Fans, Yankee fans are, are very tough critics. I mean, as you see on Twitter every day, they criticize every little move that um, that Boone does or that, that Cashman does. So it'll be tough. I doubt he'll lose his job after this year if they don't make the World Series playoffs. No, no, I don't playoffs. Either. I don't know. I, I I would say we're gonna have Aaron Boone as Yankees manager for the entirety of his contract. I don't think it's gonna be World Series or bust. The expectations are higher. They get better every season. Um, I would say to for the Yankees to not make a deep run in the playoffs would be a very big disappointment to everyone. It would be. Uh, you know they let Joe Girardi miss playoffs twice. In his, uh, in his career as the manager, and, and he actually, ironically, only did, wasn't re- retained after he made the deepest run in the playoffs yeah, we've seen for quite some time. A big surprise. Uh, and Joe Girardi never missed the playoffs, and he still got basically run out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's going to be a lot of pressure on him, but I don't think it's World Series or bust. As a Yankee fan, that's that's all we expect, but, mm-hmm. uh, I mean... He's he's doing all he can. He's, mm-hmm. he's it's a lot of, it's a lot of competition out there. Yeah, so. it's a, like you said, it's a tough division, and it is only his second year as a manager. He had no managing experience before this year. Yes, the Yankees have improved. Uh, it's just a matter of how he manages it, and he and you know, it's the players got to perform too. It's not all on him. I I can't stand sometimes when managers get fired when the team doesn't perform. I get that you can't fire the whole team players, but at the same time, you know. The players should be held accountable for something when they don't perform. They're the they're the ones out, out there. Yeah, the manager makes the lineup and whatever, but you know it's not it shouldn't fully rest on his shoulders, and that drives me crazy. But there's really no other alternative. Right. All right. So so what, what do you think about the projections now? I mean, projections. Uh, I there have been there's been more than one. Uh, the mm-hmm. one you highlighted here was was Fangraphs and has Yankees yeah. winning 95 games and coming in second place. Right. And now I saw something earlier this week that said that they were projected to win the division. Um, it's probably the same thing I saw. Was it uh, Potec, I think it is? I think it was. And I think they had like 102 wins or 103 wins. Right. And the Red Sox had one less. Um, it's it's interesting how they come up with these these numbers. It's going to be a dogfight to the end. You're going to have it's going to come down to Yankees, Red Sox. Rays aren't going to be too far behind. Uh, I still think I think the Yankees got much better. I don't think the Red Sox have improved much at all. Yeah. They had the same lineup, pretty much, and you gotta you gotta remember last year every offensive player like Mookie Betts, J.D. Uh, Martinez had career some, years. Yeah, had career years. Yeah. If they can do that again, kudos to them, and they're much better than we all expect. And the Red Sox don't have a closer right now. They don't really they have don't. a bullpen. They don't, and I don't see I don't see Kimbrel re-signing with him with them. I don't. Not they're not gonna. He, if he's gonna hold out for that money, he wants to know. No, and and the way the market's going right now, these teams aren't willing to spend the money. So I honestly think the Yankees have a really good shot at winning the division more so this year than they did last year. And that was before the, because they were projected to be neck and neck last year. And the Red Sox just had this phenomenal season. Yankees were projected to do just as well. And they held, they held their own for a while. So I honestly think the Yankees have the upper hand. Well, if you look at the rosters, the Yankees, they improved from last year. And I think the Red Sox, Took a step down. The only question is well, how about the effect uh, not having Didi is going to have on the Yankees? Yeah. That's the biggest question. Because other mm-hmm. than that, if, if Didi's there, then yes, Yankees. 
by far made the best acquisitions, mm-hmm. had the better offseason. Right. But losing we, him is huge. Yeah, and we'll get into talking about that in a second. Let's, uh, let's just kind of go through the list here and say, uh, well, what competitions do you think there will be in spring training? We know one's definitely going to be first base. Yeah, um, that's the main one. After what happened last about. season. Yeah, so um, right now it's, it's Voigt, uh, Luke Voigt and Greg Bird. And for all Gregs out there, please, Greg Bird, have a good spring. <laughs> but seriously, um, Bird really didn't have a great year. He was plagued with injuries, he's, but he's been plagued with injuries every year. It'd be nice to see him healthy and at least put up a good fight for the first base job. It's just uh, nice to me that, that there is a competition at first base. It's been yeah. a long time since there was any really excitement. At well, first base if, you, for the if you go back a couple of years um, – maybe it was two years ago when Greg Bird had that ridiculous spring, he was going yep. up against Tyler Austin and, and he won and he earned the job, but there was a competition. So maybe, maybe this will light a fire under, under Bird and he'll play with a chip on his shoulder and he'll, and he'll work to earn his job back. He's not going to be giving it to him. It's not going to give it. No, to no. Him. I think they're, they're done no, doing that. And that. no, you can't, you can't anymore. He hasn't proven that he can hold on to it, but if you have someone there, that can, you know, start a clean slate. Last year was last year. Let it go. Um, all the, all you bird haters out there, get over it. All right. There's he's going to be, he's, yeah, there are. And he's going to be with the team, whether you like it or not. So whether or not he's starting or coming off the bench or in AAA this season, you should be pulling for him to do well. You shouldn't be rooting against him. That's not what a good fan is. In Listen, my opinion. I love Luke Voigt. I mm-hmm. like just look, he's got that all American boy. Look, he goes there. He plays with emotion. He's great. But as a fan, for the team's sake, you need to be rooting for Greg Bird right now to win this position because of the fact that he's a left-handed bat in that lineup. Because exactly. they don't have many, especially nope. with Didi out. So Didi as a and... fan, yeah, the best thing for the, the Yankees team right now, offensively and defensively for that matter, even though Bird's not the best at defensive first, he's better than Voight. Yeah. Uh, you want Greg Bird having a great spring and beating out Voight for that first mm-hmm. first base spot. So, so don't count him out. He showed up early for spring training. Actually, Voigt did as well. A number of Yankees showed up for spring training early. But, I would too. But I mean, is the, there a the better thing that, in the world than going to spring training? <laughs> I, you know, if I were a pro, I'd be there two months early. I wouldn't right. even go home. <laughs> um, but seri- I'm, seriously, you know, Voigt has uh, shared a couple of videos this, year, this offseason of him working out, and people are – given this narrative that Greg Bird's not doing anything this, this offseason. Greg Bird's not on social media and probably for a good reason because of, because of, you know, all this complaining about him not playing well and, and doing stuff and, and Luke Voigt is. So I fully expect Greg Bird to be better, to be much better than he, and to have a good spring. Let's uh, hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. So don't count him out. And that narrative needs to go away. If he starts playing like crap, you know, then then maybe it's time to move on from Greg Bird. But, you know, Luke Voigt's got to perform as well. He doesn't have this thing in the bag either. You know, he had a great uh, half of the season when he came over from the Cardinals. So, you know, he he's got he's got the favorite right now. But, you know, he could come mm-hmm. back in and he could be he could have been a fluke. He could be just yeah, as bad as Greg guys. Bird was last year. And then yep. and then I just want to see all the haters then. You know, I'm on Greg Burks. I'm I'm team Yankees, not team Bird or team Voigt. I like want to see both players do well. I want to see whoever ends up with the job to have actually earned it. That's where I exactly. Think. Yeah. So, All right. So the other position that we have to talk about is shortstop, right? Because yep. we just mentioned how Didi's gone yep. for till probably At August, All-Star maybe. All star break or after. 
Right. So, so it's Tulowitzki, and he, and it's Tulowitzki's job to, to lose right now, and the only mm-hmm. person he's really could lose it to is himself. Yep. He's uh, got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to show that he can. He still has the bat speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in his in his workout that he held for all the teams defensively, everyone said he looked great. Uh, it's just, can he still uh, hit like he used to, and can mm-hmm. he stay in the field? Well, uh, it's, it's interesting because I think the reason he looked great was because he hasn't played in a year and a half. Yeah, right? that helps. So, so you know, that's going to give your body a little extra juice. But, um, you know, he, you're right. He has to compete against himself. He has to be able to stay healthy. He has to be able to not only stay healthy but perform. Uh, if he doesn't do either of those things, you know, he might be out of a job and you might shift Glaber over and have LeMate. That's why they signed LeMate. Exactly. Because he's a he's a second baseman and uh, Torres can play both middle infield positions. So, um, I mean. Yes, yeah, so I think on opening day, they looked to have Tulowitzki at short and Torres mm-hmm. at second. And LeMay, who, uh, I guess, in the bench, even though he's a, oh, he's a, supposed to be a full-time he's a, player. He's a gold uh, glove infielder. Right. He won, gold, he won gold glove last year. And the other, and the other option too, you can also throw uh, Lemayhu in on the first base race too, because he has mm-hmm. played first base before. Mm-hmm. So if both, well, if neither guy really uh, shows much at first in spring, you can see Lemayhu there yep. too. And if um, I would also throw him at third, uh, I know he hasn't played much because uh, he was right. with the Rockies and Arenado held that position down, but he did have a few games there, and um, because he's such a good defensive fielder. A defensive player, obviously, he's doing whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He can probably play any position, especially if, if he's a middle infielder. He could probably play any position. Uh, so I think Tulo is going to be okay. I do. I think he's as well going to be playing with the chip because he's got something to prove. And he he's playing prove, for his favorite team that he grew up loving. So he's, playing, he's doing that, and he wants to prove yeah. to everybody that he can still do it. So I think he'll. I don't know if he'll be the shortstop come June. But at least he'll be opening day shortstop. Yeah, right. And then we'll see how long. Mm-hmm. They, and it's only a league minimum contract, so they can yep. always cut him. And, right. And, and, you know, the Yankees are built that. for this, too. They, they're built for him to fail. I mean, and, you know, as they a have safety the backup. Net, they have yeah, the they, have, they, they do. Not, they're not yeah. built for him to fail. That's a poor choice of words on my part. But, you know, they're built so that in case he doesn't right. perform, they have I mean, what it takes. Technically, Torres was a shortstop coming up yeah, from the minors. He was. So it's just the Yankees that moved him to second because that's that's where they needed him at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, with Didi, you're not gonna put you're not gonna take him out. He's become a fan favorite, no. and and I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees try to extend him, um, and Hicks, even though I could do without Hicks. <laughs> uh, but Speaking of the me. outfield. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to the outfield. So the Yankees obviously have a plethora of in, of outfielders and infielders, for that matter. Uh, but that's where the big um, ordeal is right now. You got Judge Hicks. Stanton, Gardner, Ellsbury, uh, and Clint Frazier. Now, Clint Frazier's the odd could be the odd man out. Um, he's got to make a statement this spring. He does. And the Yankees signed Brett Gardner for a year, so um, you know he's not going to be the starting left fielder every day. Uh, and then you know you got Ellsbury, who who knows what you're going to get from him. In fact, uh, it came out this week when players started reporting this spring training that. He's, he's injured already, or he's still injured. Who knows if it's the same injury? I don't know. But uh, Cashman said, or someone said, I think it was Boone maybe, said he might not be reporting to the spring until uh, mid-March. Yeah, and they expect him to start the season on the DL. Yeah, so that opens up a chance for, for Clint Frazier. And I'm rooting for him, too, because he had a whole mess of injuries last year. And that, you know, going back on the previous conversation that we had 
earlier, you know, the Red Sox all the Red Sox all had career years last year. The Yankees struggled with injuries from a lot of their key players last year. They, Their they outfield was pretty time. depleted at times, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you were starting games with Shane Robinson, and I, there was, I think there was another guy that they had out. They were running out there. There was another guy. I can't think of his I name. I can't think of his name either. But when that's the problem. So having a lot of outfielders is a good thing. Uh, but at the same time, you know, all these guys could stay healthy this year. They could have good seasons. They could also have terrible seasons. But, you know, it's it's that it's the why you play the game. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm rooting for Clint Frazier just because I think the guy has always had, he's had, always been that unlucky guy yep. that either there was somebody blocking him in left field, or when there was an outfielder that went down for an injury, he was also injured, and that's just mm-hmm. the way it was. And then he had that, you know, remember that game he played again in, uh, uh, I want to say it was Tampa, it was Tampa, but they brought him in the pinch hit late in the game, and he hit the speaker with the ball. If the, yeah. It would have been a home run. He would have won yep. the game. But mm-hmm. instead, it hit the speaker, and then some, and then I think the shortstop caught the ball, yep. and he's short, out. Like that is the story left, yeah. of his career. That's Clint yeah. Frazier's career right there in the yeah. one at bat. Uh, well, that also explains what kind of dump truck of a field that Tropicana Field is. But you know, yeah, that's a whole, that's we can a whole talk about that another time. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Clint Frazier had um, the main thing with him last year was it was a concussion, it was head injury, so it wasn't like his body was falling apart. Yeah. Uh, there was times he couldn't even open his eyes, and the light was the light alone would give him headaches. He and uh, Brendan Drury had very similar situations. They they had a lot yeah, of issues I, I with concussions yeah. last year, and that's that's stuff you got you got to take seriously. It happens in football, and it needs to be considered yep. more in baseball. So, like we like you, I'm I'm for him to have a good spring and at least make it interesting. You know, you you don't yeah, want to just I, give someone a job. I think Gardner is a twice a week player late inning defensive replacement at this point. Uh, I think Stan, you could see an outfield of Stan Hicks and judge, but I think they'd rather have Stan or judge being DH every day uh, for, mm-hmm. for defensive purposes. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, Ellsbury, he's, he's done for whatever time. So I think, yeah. I think this is Clint Frazier's the winner right now. And uh, uh, it's exciting that I think he actually has a fair chance of, uh, of getting it this time. Mm-hmm. And if he can prove himself and he can show that he can play, then, I mean, can he play center field? Who knows? But this could op- this could give him an opening or give the Yankees insurance for in case they trade Aaron Hicks or Aaron Hicks because he's a free agent after this year. Right. Likes to go someplace else. The Yankees already have the depth because it doesn't seem like they're, they're going to get Harper as I've read today that the Phillies are intensifying talks with him, but you know right. it's something new every day with that that nonsense. So we yeah, you can't even listen that. to that. And this <laughs> so, is big for Frazier too. I mean, he's not getting yeah. that much younger. When the Yankees acquired him from the Indians, he was a young player. This has been like three years now. He's not mm-hmm. that young anymore. Teams already didn't want it. Like the Yankees offered him in a trades to Cleveland for pitching, and the Indians didn't want him back because they're just so worried about the injuries. So mm-hmm. this is actually kind of big for him that he makes a so, team. So it seems to be a recurring theme. Um, you know, the Yankees have a lot of guys that were injured last year, Sanchez being one of them, uh, and then the players we already discussed. So these guys have to prove their worth. We went into last season with all these expectations of Sanchez, Judge, and all these young guys having monster seasons. And, well, they, they didn't because they got hurt. Bird, too. Right. So so I would expect the Yankees to be coming with a chip off their shoulder. And I, and I know I've said this a, a lot this this episode, uh, but, you know, they got stuff to prove if if these players, if the Yankees are even going to consider starting to extend players because they extended Severino, um, 
then these guys need to to prove it. You're not going to want to extend Sanchez if he has another season where he bats under 200. You're not going to no. want to extend any no. of these guys if that's the case. And so, none of these guys are going to want to go to free agency in the way no. things are going right now either. Exactly. And and that's that's bad for the game. But that's where we are right now. And you don't know if there's going to be a strike. So these players are playing for a paycheck to pay the rent. Yeah. Sure, to pay the rent. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm sure they're really much. struggling with that. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's but, it's know, exciting they have they have these competitions though, because I mean, last year spring training, the only competition it really was was for that fifth starter job, and maybe maybe uh, Frazier in the outfield, because everyone knew uh, that Torres was going to start the year in spring training. It well, base second base was Neil Walker's, you know. So well, Tyler Wade actually won second base out of out of spring training. You're right. He did. Tyler Wade did. did. Well, either way, I, we he all did. And that was because. To, well, so you and I had a. There was an exchange on Twitter earlier this week where um, the Jays are keeping Vlad Guerrero Jr. down until the yeah. the that day where he, he gets an extended year or an extra year of uh, right. service. Uh, and the Yankees did that with Torres last last year. Um, now it didn't. He didn't really help his cause because he had such a terrible spring. And Tyler mm-hmm. Wade actually had a pretty good spring. Uh, but that's a big deal in baseball right now. These guys are playing their butts off and playing really well and deserving of of getting a start out of spring training in the big leagues. And the club is flat out just saying, nope, nope, we're going to keep him in the minors so that we can get an extra year before he can go to arbitration and go to a free agency. And that's ridiculous. I think it's it smart. Is. I mean, it's only like a month. It's, sm- that. They, they well, it's, it's smart for the team. It's not fair to the player. And I've been right. seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of players on Twitter actually voicing their opinions on this and how it's it's ridiculous because if you prove that you can play the game and you can hang in the big leagues or at least yeah. are worthy of it, then you should be given the chance. It's it's uh it's not fair to the player, but it, you're right. It is it is very smart on the team because you if they are a prospect and they do pan out, you want to make sure you have them for that extra year because year, once, they, yeah. once that price skyrockets, a lot of these, especially these small market teams, aren't going to pay the even the big, the large market teams. They're not going to want to pay for it. So, yep. All right. Um, but um, before we get into quick projections, I just want to go back to Ellsbury real quick. Um, we said he's not going to be there till mid March. This definitely hurts his trade value. If he had any to begin with, if the Yankees were on the verge of trading him. This definitely destroys that right now. And if he's on the DL to start the season and doesn't even come back to the middle of the season, then you can forget about him being traded. And the Yankees, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him. No, mid, I, I, I agree. If the Blue Jays can afford to cut Tulitsky and you know that money, the Yankees can afford to do the same with Ellsbury. At mm-hmm. this point, no one's going to trade for him. We, yeah, they, people threw around the whole Cueto trade for him, bad contract for bad contract. But now with Ellsbury not even coming to spring training because he's still hurt, it's just – who, what team in the right mind would want would, mm-hmm. would want to take him on? Right, and so then you fall into the the whole Tulo like Ellsbury could do the Tulo thing again. He could work out for teams next year, and and he could be brought on at yep. league at league minimum. Yankees will still be paying him, but you know teams would be more willing to take a risk on him than if they were to trade for him and trade for his massive contract. So, right. um, we're uh, we're at the point of this episode where I kind of wanted to do a little quick projections. Yeah. Um, and then maybe we can check back on this later in the season. Uh, I might write this down, um, so that, yeah, <laughs> so that we can see <laughs> how we do, but it's, it's interesting. And I always do this with, with Brad and a couple of our other friends on opening day to see like who gets the first hit and who, and who scores the first run and whatever. So I kind of want to do this with, uh, 
just taking a guess on like who who's going to be the opening day starter. And I think we're both going to agree on this one. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and start. So who do you think is going to be opening day starter? All right, opening day for me, it's it's still Severino. It's, it's his ball. Uh, it's his it's his start to lose. And, and unless he has an atrocious spring or gets hurt, I don't mm-hmm. really see him going anywhere else. Yep. So I agree, Severino for me. Uh, if for some reason he has a terrible spring or gets hurt, um, I'm going to say Tanaka. But definitely Severino. Uh, yeah. o- opening day first baseman? Uh, I'm going to go with Greg Bird here just because I think he's got the chip on his shoulder. Uh, this is his last chance for the Yankees to kind of give up on him. The Yankees need a left-handed hitter, so I think the Yankees themselves are kind of rooting for Bird. I'm going to go with Bird. Okay. I'm going to um, surprise you here. I'm going to go with Luke Voigt. All right, I like it. Just just because I want to mix it up a little bit. I'm rooting for Greg Bird, but I have <laughs> you a want feeling, Bird. I want Bird, but I have a feeling that um, how spring plays out is going to be Voight. Um, all right, we all know Sanchez had a lousy season last year, played with injuries, and he still managed to hit a lot of home runs. Uh, can we expect a big season from him this year? Well, I guess it depends on what you say the big season. I expect him to be much much better than last year. I don't know if he's going to get back to that ridiculous start that he had when he first came up, where he just right. bombs every then, day. Then let's let's put it let's put a number on it here. Two fifty. I think he's going to be. Uh, yes or yes or no. Two fifty, twenty five home runs, eighty RBIs. Uh, yeah, I'll take that all day for Sanchez this year. Okay, I, I think he's going to be. He's still going to be an above average catcher. He's going to be. He, a, he will be in the All Star game if you ask yeah. me. Okay, I agree. I think he. I think he's going to have a big bounce back season. I don't think he's going to hit 280 like he did two years ago, but I think he can definitely put up some some power numbers and definitely do better than he did last year. Yeah, I think right. last last year was a really humbling wake up call to him because he had never mm-hmm. struggled before in his career. Yep, and then have you if you've seen him lately, he looks he looks he looks more motivated and he looks motivated and he looks ripped. I mean, he yeah. he leaned out and he got. He built himself up, so I'm excited yeah. for him. Hopefully, that makes him a little bit more um, agile behind the plate. You know, no more inter- exchanges with him and Severino about blocking balls in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, which player will hit more dingers, Judge or Stanton? Uh, I'm still going with Judge. Um, not that Stanton's not going to hit up more. You know, I think he might hit more than he did last year, but I think when Judge is healthy. This is third or fourth year in the majors now. I think uh, he's comfortable with all the pitchers. I think it's I think it's Judge. Okay, I'm gonna actually say Stanton. Okay. I think he's gonna he's more comfortable in the American League this year. He carried that team down the stretch last year when Judge was out. He did. I think he's I think he's gonna hit more. I think he's gonna hit more than 40, and I think Judge is gonna be right behind him. It's gonna be nice because I think it's gonna be like a Manuel Maris kind of thing. Well, that's is, all. That's what we all expected which last is, year. So, yeah. You know. So. That's provided they both stay healthy. All right. Uh, will Andihar and Torres suffer from a sophomore slump? Uh, I had to think about this a little bit. I, I think I say no just because I think they're both Torres, especially, are very well polished players all the mm-hmm. way through the minors. Um, Andihar, I have a little more questions about than Torres, but I think they're still going to be consistent. I think they're still going to be above average players this year at their positions. Okay. Uh, I'm split on this one. I think yeah. I think uh, Torres will not have a sophomore slump. I think he's going to get better. He was right. a higher-rated prospect. I think Andujar is going to slump a little bit this year. Right. He, he was so consistent last year. I think yeah. it's a. I think teams might pick up on his, you know, his tendencies. And I mean, he struggled in the playoffs. So I think that this might be his year to 
He won't I'm, hit. I'm, he won't hit 290 again. But I think he'll. I'm very questionable about Andor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question: Will Paxton win 15 games in his first year with the Yanks? The last few got a lot harder as you went down the list here. Uh, so Paxton winning 15 games, it's borderline with me. I think he's going to be right around that mark, like a 15 mm-hmm. and 10 record. I'm going to say so. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I hope I'm wrong. I can see him being 13, <laughs> 14, maybe 15 wins. He's going to be right on that mark, I think. Okay. I'm going to say he does. I, I think okay. he wins 16 or 17 games. I think it's a big difference between playing for the Yankees and playing for Seattle. And I think because of the run support, he he might not have as low of ERA because he's playing on a smaller ballpark, but I think he'll have more wins. Okay. Um, I like the it. La- the last question, will er- Ellsbury play a single game for the Yankees this year? <laughs> I actually wrote down – I don't care because <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I don't really care too much to even really think about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, last year we all thought he was coming back at some point. We kept asking what's going on. Was there, what's going on. And finally he came out and said he's done for the year. And now they're still out. Uh, I don't know. I think the Yankees cut him if, before he actually plays a game or they're going to keep, they're going to find reasons to keep him on the DL so they can collect insurance money. Mm-hmm. So I guess no. Would, I'm going to say no too. Sorry, sorry, Jacoby, but you haven't given and us like a reason said, to think why, otherwise. Why, why is he not in spring training rehabbing? Yeah. Why is he rehabbing by himself? Like I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Why isn't he with teams, team physicians? He's, Brian you know, Cashman said he's K- going through six to eight hours of physical therapy a day. We'll do that with the team. Right? Yeah, show the team that you support them and that you want to be there, and you, you have team physicians. Why aren't you there? So no, I think he's done. I don't think he's going to be playing another game for the Yankees. All right. All right. So uh, before we wrap this up, uh, if you have any opinions on any or any thoughts on these projections, please feel free to comment, um, share your thoughts, offer some uh, projections yourself. What do you think? What, ask us what we think, whatever. So um, with that said, uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is episode number six. Six. six number six. six. Yeah. Number six. Mr. Tory's episode. Yeah, <laughs> the Joe Tory episode. Uh, this was our spring training introduction. Uh, we'll have more as we go along, but um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, comment on the videos, like them, you know, give us that thumbs up. Um, find us on iTunes, uh, subscribe there. You'll get to download the episode, listen to them in your car. Tell your friends, tell tell your parents, tell your brother, tell your sister. Who cares? Tell someone about us. Tell so. Uh, and there's a lot of the Yankees. Uh, uh, amateur reporters or podcasters or whatever on Twitter, just mention us in one of their uh, comments. Say, hey, Yankee Chatter's got a good opinion about this. Something like that, you know? Yeah, help help us out. I know I know it's a lot to ask. We're just getting started, but, you know, we're trying to get our name out there and trying to comment on stuff on Twitter when we can and and share our thoughts. So please help us out and join, uh, join in the, on the conversation. And, you know, we're here for you. You're here for us. We appreciate it. Uh, but don't forget to check out the new website. It's up and running. Um, again, my name is Greg Andriano, and you can find me at GregAndriano05 on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm Brad McCormick. Find me at uh, Brad Shadow one on Twitter. Uh, and again, thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, putting up my ugly face and listening. <laughs> Likewise. Have a good one, and we'll see you soon. Go Yanks.
At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.